Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode seven of A Couple of Creeps. I am your hostess with the mostest Morgan. And for the third week in a row, he just will not seem to leave. Like a bad penny. He's, he's just always around. Please welcome back, Colin. Howdy. I'm like herpes. You can live with me, but I only pop up every once in a while. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just like just herpes. Just like herpes. And you usually try and wait until the third date to bring me up. <laughs> <laughs> the third, third date. date. Hey, uh, sorry. We got to talk uh, about something. FYI. There's this really annoying dude. <laughs> <laughs> really annoying dude. But, uh, so, he's back yep. again. Colin, by the way. I don't know if you said it. Yep. I was too distracted by the herpes comment. Yep, 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 I said it. We all know who you are. <laughs> what? Do your thing, baby. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> Over here huffing at me. I've got a headache. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get through it, all right? God, okay. So, this week... I'm going to talk about something that not, that not a lot of people know about. I thought you said that I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> I'm going to talk about something I'm not allowed, I'm allowed to, talk to talk about. about. I'm like, oh, all I, right. Well, let's do it. It's been fun doing this, but apparently I'm not, I'm not going to be. Six episodes in, however long it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be back next week, apparently. But I'm going to talk about the black-eyed children. Are you ready? Have they been beat up? I don't know. You'll just have to find out. They've all got broken noses. Jesus. <laughs> They're the black-eyed children. Both their eyes are black. No, no, they they have not been beat up. No, it's the anime about the black-eyed peas when they were kids. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Aired on Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah, now nah, Teen Nick. You Teen know? Nick, yes. But do you want to hear about him? Yeah, let's let me hear it. Okay, so black-eyed children, also known as the ba- black-eyed kids, are a type of humanoid cryptid, urban legend, or ghost story that has become very prominent ever since 1998 and the rise of internet culture, though the idea of sinister childlike specters dates back to prehistory. Black-eyed kids are an American contemporary legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between ages 6 and 16, with pale skin and black eyes who are poorly seen hitchhiking or begging or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. Now, is it is it like literally their eyeballs are black? Yeah. I This whole time I've been picturing people with black eyes like they've been punched in the face. That's what I was asking about. No, picture the eyeball the just eyeballs totally black. black. It's just fully pupil. Yeah. So I have... Fully pupilated. Fully pupilated. So here are 10 facts about the black eyed kids. <laughs> and then I've compiled three stories that people <laughs> have told about them that's happened to them. Okay. Oh my goodness, yeah. So, black-eyed kids will look like normal human children between the ages of 6 and 16, but with pale skin and completely black eyes. Additionally, people who have been in close proximity to black-eyed kids report a feeling of unease that washed over them, while nothing about the children's appearance, aside from the eyes, generally frightened the people. They still report a feeling um, anxiety or terror at their presence. Some people have also reported seeing black-eyed kids that have talons for feet or other demonic attributes, but most sightings are of seemingly normal children. You've got a niece like that. I do have a niece like that. Yeah, there's nothing odd about her. She just kind of makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, when I look at her, 
you know, I just get uneasy. She's a year old toddling around. <laughs> My anxiety spikes. I walk in the door and see her, and she. Other than her eyes, there's nothing that odd. She's excited about her, to see me, and I get I get a chill down my spine, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, a, she's coming I at get me. Get a pit in my gut, and I'm like, oh, I'm oh gotta, God. gotta sit down. I gotta drop this and run. She's coming for me. <laughs> Black-eyed kids are commonly described as wearing dated clothing or dressing in a manner that is not typical of a normal child of their age. Black-eyed children always ask for something. It is always something that involves being in close quarters with you. They will ask for a ride in your vehicle or to enter your home or to use the phone. There are no reported stories of what happens when you let a black-eyed kid into your vehicle or home. All stories come from people whose area feelings made them flee from the children. Yeah, is it not? Nah. Listen. There's this weird little kid who said, help, I need you to help me find my mommy. And they said, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> this kid's creeping me out. <laughs> There's something odd about him, man. The earliest sighting of a black-eyed kid was by journalist Brian Bethel in 1996. The story has been added to internet creepypasta lore, but to this day, Bethel insists the incident was real and happened the way he reported. In 2014, a British paper reported that sightings of black-eyed kids around the world are rising. Theories about the black-eyed kids are that they are vampires, aliens, or demonic origins. Okay. So, my first... You're like an energy vampire. Yeah. <laughs> From what we do in the shadows. Yeah, they just really suck the fun out of the room. <laughs> I took personal offense to the fact that the one in the show is named Colin. Yes. I was like, whoa. Isn't the very first time we see him, he's sharpening his pencil in the office? In the office space. Yeah. And he's just, it's a motorized, you know, the mechanical, or you know, the, the electronic yeah. sharpener. So it's just, me, 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 me. And everybody's looking around at him. And he's just. His uh, eyes are rolling back, back and, and he's, he's just, just absorbing. He's drunk with power. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're energy vampires. So the first story I have is called Midnight Caller. Caller. Okay. Like somebody who's calling? Yeah. Okay. It almost felt like a dream. I woke up to my dog Lucy barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our 22-month-old daughter, staring at a door like an unknown stranger was out there rummaging around. I thought she was just freaking out over a house noise. We'd only had her for three months and she was still a puppy. It could have been anything. Our roommate, a creak from the house settling, the awnings moving outside in the breeze. I wasn't too concerned initially. I decided the best bet would be to open the door and show her nothing was there. It sounds a bit silly, but it's what we do with our daughter when she gets scared. Yeah. And I figured it should work with a puppy, too. Right, yeah, so you're fine. Yeah, there's nothing out there. I opened the door, and she raced to the front door. She stood there snarling at the door. It was an angry, violent growl, one I had never heard her make before. I looked groggily at her and opened the baby gate blocking the doorway, planning to open the door and show her everything was okay. The second my hand reached for the deadbolt, Lucy went wild. She started barking and jumped toward me, and when I touched the metal, she suddenly changed her temper. She whimpered, almost like she was afraid and backing down. As her mannerism changed, so did mine. I wasn't calm anymore, and my heart was racing and sinking at the same time. I had been flooded with a mixture of fear and dread. I looked through the peephole. I can't explain why I looked, but I did. Outside were two kids. One was just a smidgen shorter than me and didn't look much younger. I'm 21, and she looked to be about 16 or 17. She was slender and pale. Her hair was a light shade of honey blonde, and she wore it long about mid-back with long, thin, blunt bangs in the front that covered most of her eyes. 
She wore jeans, a light wash that's popular right now, and a thin-looking olive-collared pull-over style hoodie. She held the hand of a small girl who looked to be around three or four in the same style jeans and a button-down ivory cardigan. The smaller one looked at the floor shyly, but had the same shade of hair tied back in a ponytail. She held a stuffed toy under her free arm, and it was identical to one my daughter has, as was their style of dress. Had it not been for the feeling of overwhelming dread and fear, I probably would have asked these children in and given them some tea or hot chocolate to get them out of the bitter cold. Something about them seemed off. At this point, I hadn't made any noise. I hadn't shushed the dog or grumbled. Nothing. I hadn't turned on any lights. These kids had no indicators. I was at the door, and then the older one spoke. She had a voice that was mature, confident, strong, and accentless. She held her uh, she held her head tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. She said, we have to use your phone. I stood frozen in fear. How did she know I was there? She raised her head to face me directly, and that was when I saw her eyes. There was a reason I couldn't see them through her bangs before. They were black or midnight blue or dark, dark purple. They were otherworldly, she said. Our mother is worried. Mm. As someone who has always been interested in creepy stories, I knew what she was the second she looked at me through the door. I've never been one to believe in these things as a staunch atheist and skeptic when it comes to the paranormal. I had written off many a ghost story from friends and family members eager to tell their tale. I didn't believe it, still I couldn't rationalize my way out of this. I was standing there with nothing but a thin wooden door between me and a black-eyed kid. There was no questioning what was right in front of me. I did not answer her. Slowly and silently, I backed away from the door, Lucy still cowering at my ankles. She kept talking. Just let us in to use your phone. I took another step back, and with that step, the tone changed. At first, she seemed polite. When I took that second step back, she became commanding, almost hostile. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to, if we wanted to do that, we would have just broken in. Yeah. I'll ask again, may we come in and use your phone? Lucy snarled at the door, and I inched backward through, though something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me back toward the door. It wasn't a physical pulling so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. I got to my room covered by the window, locked the door, and sat there in the dim light of the night. I heard her call me back to the door once more and then quiet. I didn't go back to sleep that night. I haven't slept right since. I know from reading about them that black-eyed kids can't just come in without permission. I know they haven't hurt anyone, but I still fear I'll be the exception. Right. When I told my husband, he said it was just a dream. He, he keeps telling me to forget it, but this lingering feeling of sadness, this dread when the house is silent at night, this fear of a knock at the door, this tells me otherwise. Yeah. First off. And who wrote that story? Uh, I'm not sure. She she wrote as anonymous. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't tell you her name or where she's at. Yeah. Where was it posted? I just um, want to try and give credit. Uh, Reddit. It was a Reddit post. Yeah. I found all of these on Reddit when I was looking up stories about black eyed kids. I gotcha. But first off, I'm a chicken. Yeah. And if someone's knocking at my door at like 3 a.m. and, you know, a family member hasn't contacted me by phone or right, yeah. text message saying, hey, I'm on my way. 
I'm not going downstairs to look at what's happening behind that door. Uh-uh. You know, if my dogs are going crazy, I might try to get them back to the bedroom and I'm going to shut and lock the bedroom door. Yeah. And then be like, and then wake you up <laughs> and go, Colin, there's someone downstairs. There's someone downstairs. There's someone downstairs at the front door. But so that was my first one. And then I'd come down and try and like peek <laughs> without yeah. hopefully whoever's there seeing me. Yeah, but that's what you're for. Your mom and I have both had to go, hey, Colin, there's someone at the door. There's someone at the door. Yeah, but the sad part is with your mom is you weren't there. Yeah. We were living in this house that we're in now. Yeah. And she called you to ask if we had come over to pick something up and she and we didn't tell her. Yeah. And we said no. She's like, well, there's someone downstairs. And you and I were like, oh, fuck. And then it was just your sister. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sneaking in because she'd had something delivered to her house. Yeah. And had her headphones in and just grabbed it and left, not thinking your mom was going to hear her. Yeah. I forgot about that. But, so that was my first one. I like that. Mm-hmm. The second one is called the bus encounter. The bus encounter. Yeah. I was riding the bus back home from work. It was about 1 a.m. I am a security guard and often work odd hours. So I'm sitting there and these guys get on, sit across from me. He was wearing a suit, had a briefcase, regular looking guy in his 20s. What struck me about him at first was that he was chewing a cigar, not smoking it. You can't smoke on the bus. So I was just looking at him while he stared out the window and chewed a cigar. And all of a sudden he turned and looked at me. His eyes were pitch black, just as you described. My heart started beating like a mad motherfucker. He wrote that. (laughs) I was like, "Um, I'm going with it. I was starting to panic, and I had no idea why. I was just pants-shittingly terrified of this guy. Then he grinned at me, and his teeth were all covered in tobacco bits and brown juice from the cigar clamp between them. I almost screamed, but instead I had the presence of mind to just get up and take the seat right behind the driver. I calmed down a bit after that, but I kept an eye on the guy. He ended up chatting with some girl that got on, and they were still talking when I got off. I later convinced myself that he was just trolling me, having fun with a pair of contacts. Now I wonder. Right. But the one that gets me with that is that he wasn't a child. Yeah. Yeah, because they say it's between the ages of 6 and 16. But still, just some guy sitting on the bus chewing a cigar. Which is fully black teeth smiling at you. And black black eyes. eyes, I mean. And brown teeth covered in cigar bits. Yeah. And juice. Tobacco gunk. Ugh. So... My third and final story is kind of long. Okay. It's called Halloween. Okay. There's another Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found them all from the same subreddit. No. Um, believe it or not, not a lot of people talk about the Black Eyed Kids. I don't know if it's taboo or if it's just not enough information out there or if people just really find it creepy and they don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But so my my best luck finding stories was from Reddit. Yeah. So... It had been a slow trick-or-treat night in our neighborhood that evening, which is pretty odd in itself. We usually have kids from different areas dropped off in ours and have a constant parade at our door. That night, I'd say we had no more than eight or ten groups of kids come by the entire night. It was about 9.30 p.m., and my husband and I were sitting in our family room watching some of these ghost stories based on supposedly actual events. Like I said, I don't believe in that stuff, but I do like a good ghost story now and then, and it was Halloween after all. We haven't had any activity at the door in over half an hour, and it was getting late, so we decided to turn the porch light off and let our dog Chloe out of her crate. 
Chloe is an American bulldog and is very docile. We only put her in her crate because we were afraid she'd try and get out to play with all the kids, and I didn't want to have to chase her down the street. I get that. Yeah. Also, we didn't want her to scare any of the kids because she would look a little intimidating to the younger ones. So I turned the outside light off, let Chloe out, and she followed me back to the couch, and, lay, and she lays down at my feet. It was getting close to 10 p.m. when my husband decided he'd had enough fun for the night and was going to go upstairs, take a shower, and get ready for bed. After all, it was Thursday, and he still had to get up early the next day. My teenage son was out with his friends at a local haunted house and wasn't expected back for another hour or so, so that left me alone on the couch with Chloe. Now, just because I don't believe, it doesn't mean these shows don't freak me out a bit. <laughs> and being alone, now watching, I'd have to say, was kind of on edge, as it were. It wasn't long after I heard the upstairs water for the shower turn on when there came a light knock, knock, knock at the front door. My initial reaction was, what the hell, really? It's almost 10 o'clock. Right, yeah, why are these kids still out? Go home. But soon, an uneasy feeling came over me. Why the knock? Our, door, our doorbell glows in the dark, and without the porch light, it would be extra obvious to anyone that it was there. I paused. I couldn't really just ignore it. Our front door has a big beveled glass panel, and anybody right at the door could see enough, could see through it enough to see someone was in the family room watching TV. That's a shitty front door. Yeah, right. I don't want anybody to know I'm in my living room. I hide. I'm the queen if, like, I'm downstairs watching TV and someone (laughs) I don't know comes to the door. I will turn the TV off and just sit there. (laughs) I'm going to just sit here in the silence and hope they go away. Yeah, and the way our dining room and living room is built, I can see them through our living room window on the porch along with our glass pain door yeah i don't think they can see me unless you know they're really like they have to like put their face against the glass yeah and if they're doing that i'm really not yeah acknowledging them but so i'm like i'll just sit there yeah but (laughs) um it would be pretty rude for me to just sit there and not answer it knock 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 again from the door i glanced down at chloe and she was gone My gaze followed her usual path to the front door, expecting her to be on her way there as she normally does. Nothing. She wasn't there. I stood up to look around the room better and found her crouching by the back door like she was wanting out. However, she never asks to go out like that. She always comes and licks my hand and puts her head on my knee. This was totally out of character for her, and I have to say it heightened my anxiety. Yeah. So I yelled, Chloe Crate. She just turned back to look at me like, Oh no, lady. I ain't moving. I yelled out to my husband, but he was already in the shower. I knew there was no chance of him hearing me. There was another knock, knock, knock. About that time, a car drove down our street and cast just enough light on the door to where I could see the silhouettes of two small children through the glass. I instantly felt relief. It was just some kids, probably a couple of my neighbors on their way back home that wanted to stop by and show me their costumes or something. I headed to the door and looked back to make sure Chloe wasn't going to follow What a great watchdog, I thought to myself as she just sat there. I turned on the porch light when I got to the door, and sure enough, I could see through the glass that it was a couple of pretty small kids, a little late for such young ones, I thought, and began to wonder about what kind of parents would let their kids run the streets that late at night. I only opened the door enough to where I could block Chloe's escape if she decided to grow some balls, which was only about two feet. What struck me immediately as odd was the kids weren't wearing any costumes. They were in normal street clothes, also no, 
Also, no customary trick-or-treat neither. I could, I began to feel very uneasy again. It was a girl and a boy. The girl to my left was older, I'd say about 11 or 12. I could tell she was blonde, but I couldn't make out any distinct features as our lights were from high above and no columns at the front door. I'm sorry. I'd say about 11 or 12, I could tell she was blonde, but I couldn't make out any distinct features as our lights are from high above and on columns at the front of the porch, so most of the light was coming from behind them. Right. I had not opened the door wide enough for any light from inside to hit them directly. The boy was younger and about a foot shorter, I'd say 8 or 9, and looked to have light brown hair. The girl very politely spoke up. Ma'am, can we please come inside and use your phone to call our mom? As she spoke, something in the pit of my stomach was telling me something was wrong. What kid, even at this age, doesn't have a cell phone of their own these days? Right. I couldn't remember the last time I'd had anybody ask to use my home phone. So I said, um, hon, you don't have a phone of your own you can call your mom on? This was when things really got weird. Both kids turned to look at one another like they were going to say something, but neither ever spoke. They both turned back to me and the girl said, Ma'am, my cell phone battery doesn't have any charge left in it. Can we please come inside and call our mother? We're alone out here, and my brother is scared. Yeah. I have to admit these two were com- these. I have to admit that there were two competing feelings going on inside me. The first that a mother's heart that wanted to help these two small children get to their mom. The other a sinking fear in my gut that was keeping the other feeling at bay. It was then I noticed that during the short the short conversation, I'd already opened the door a few extra inches. Which was complete, which I was completely unaware of doing. I stopped. Honey, why don't you give me your mother's number and I can call her myself? Another pause, and they again looked at one another. After a short moment, they turned back to me and the girl said, Ma'am, my little brother has to use your bathroom. Can we please come inside while you call our mom? And with the last statement, the little girl moved closer toward the door like she was just going to walk on in by me. As she did, she stepped into the light coming from inside the house, and I got my first real good look at her. Solid, jet black eyes. That's all I could see. That motherly instinct was gone and replaced by terror. <laughs> I don't think I've ever felt that kind of terror in my life. I could feel every hair on my arms and my back uh, and on the back of my neck standing at attention. I closed the door to where just my face was able to stick out. The little girl stopped and again pleaded, Please, ma'am, we're really scared and alone out here. We have to come inside. Please help us. Then, like on cue, both kids began to whimper and cry. (laughs) Really putting on the works. (laughs) They're trying. That's when the fear took over and I shut and locked the door. I'll call your mom if you give me the number. I shouted through the door. But I'm not letting you in my house. I could still see them standing there on the porch, just staring at me through the bevel glass pane. Part of me wanted to run upstairs my husband, but the bigger part didn't want to lose track of where they were that would have freaked me out even more to not know where these kids were it's like a spider you see a spider on the wall and you look yeah. away and it's gone and you're, and you're like, like fuck where'd that spider go where'd that damn thing go except it's potentially homicidal demon kids yeah after what seemed like forever but probably only a few seconds i decided i'd call my neighbor that lives across the street as i made my way to the side table by our couch to use my phone i glanced at the back door chloe was nowhere to be found I later found her in the guest room under the bed. When I got to my phone and started to look for his contact info, it was only then the kids stepped away from the door and began to walk to the street. 
As they did, I walked to the door to get a better look to see where they went, still not calling my neighbor. If you get close enough to the glass, you can see out enough to make out people's shapes, but you can s- but you can't see much detail, of course. Standing that close to the door would make you pretty obvious to anyone outside looking in. From the door, I could see that the kids were still standing under the street lamp nearest my house staring at me. As I lifted the phone to my ear after calling, only then did the kids start walking down our street. I met my neighbor out under the lamp once he was out there, but the kids were nowhere to be seen. Like I said, I don't believe any of this stuff and had never even heard about black-eyed kids before talking to my friend. What I really think... What I have to think is these kids were just out yanking people's chains on Halloween night. But I will say this for them. They were good, really good at it, and they scared the shit out of me and my dog. Yeah. That one's the most believable insofar as, like, there is the plausibility of, like, these kids were just being fuckheads. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And going out and creeping people out. And, I mean, I've talked about it before. Real people scare me more than... The paranormal, you know, so a couple of real life creepy kids standing on the porch. Yeah. Really trying to get in the house. I'd be like, no, fuck. Get out of here. <laughs> like, no way. Yeah. And then especially if the dog is like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah you got to trust your dogs. Oh, yeah. Like, um, if our, if I went to the door. Sorry, I punched, punched, punched the, the mic. mic. <laughs> a lot of intensity. <laughs> I almost knocked it over. But our herd of hounds. Yeah, or you know, at that door if there's somebody. Or at somebody. that door if there's someone there. Or if I even go to the door to go outside like to throw trash away. They'll stand there and watch you. So if I go up to that door and none of them are there. <laughs> yeah, and they're all like at the back door trying to get away. Or, you know, running upstairs I had under the beds. I might rethink. <laughs> opening that door. Opening that door. Yeah. So. Now, were those, you said they were from a subreddit. Were they all from a like a, a black-eyed kid subreddit? Yeah. There were a ton of stories. I just went with a few. Yeah. Just so you guys weren't here listening to me talk right. about yeah, them all yeah, day. Because yeah. we've we've all got stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not read Reddit stories. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I like Reddit stories like that. Yeah. But, um, and especially with it being like a, uh, like a, a niche subreddit where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, they're going to be talking about that. The only thing I run into with Reddit is like, how much of it is just like a creative writing? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, knock on wood. I'm going to do it very lightly yeah, so, so I don't start. Don't freak out. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, we've never encountered anything like that. Right. But it even said that it's part of creepypasta. Yeah. And so it's that's another level of, you know, is it real or not? You know? Yeah. Because I think of like the Slender Man, you know? Yeah. Who is admittedly not real, right? You yeah. Know? It, it was invented for the internet but it took on a life of its own and has real world implications like those two young ladies trying mm-hmm. to kill their friend yeah um and they just recently got prison time didn't they from what i know they i don't believe i don't think one of them's a prison the main culprit is in a psych hospital i think for like for the like, next 30 years yeah yeah because yeah that was pretty messed up but you know so these kinds of things whether they're real or not can have yeah. Real world implication, whether yeah. it be, you know, something like that, where these girls so hard, wholeheartedly were invested in the Slender Man that they're willing to sacrifice their friend to him. Or, you know, if you just like, take something like the Black Eyed Kids, what if there's, you know, the same similar setup of, you know, yeah. somebody believing it so wholeheartedly that they hurt children because they think they're Black Eyed Kids? You know, yeah. that's when it starts to become really interesting to me is like, 
when there is that intersect between like this was just supposed to be fun and creepy yeah and now it's turning into like a real world issue yeah because when someone's afraid Mm -hmm. it's almost like we black out and we do stuff that we don't right yeah and yeah and so if you add a you know a combination of like somebody who's who's probably not you know mentally well right and then you add on a layer of you know deep gut wrenching fear you know and if they're fully convinced that this kid at the door is you know out to get them out to get them then and and it's and it's one of these black-eyed kids it's not a real kid it's a demon or a vampire or you know yeah and i have the right to defend myself in my home right then you know that that'd be an interesting not not interesting and like oh wow i'd like to see that happen but you know i'd be interested to see if there's anything like that that has happened yeah but that's all I've got for you this week. Yeah, no new emails this week? No new emails this week. <sighs> I know. I know. You got a lot of Italian listeners, don't you? I do. I have a ton of Italian listeners. And you just find like an Italian creepy thing. Yeah. Like what's a ghost story in Italy, you know? Yeah. And I actually... Or get some Italian listeners to write in. Yeah. With their creepy uh, stories from Italy. Do it, guys. Do it. Do it. And fucking around. <laughs> I, I have my story picked out for next week. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what it is just okay. so you guys can prepare yourself. Um, I do have quite a few German listeners as well. Mm-hmm. But Who's your host next week? I don't think I'm going to do a co-host next week. I'm going to... No, hear me out. Hear me out. I... So, obviously, the holidays are upon us. Right. So, whatever you celebrate next Sunday is Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have decided that I'm going to tell creepy Krumpus stories (laughs) so it's kind of like bad santa you know we're gonna have to record it in advance yeah because we can't record it on christmas eve no we got a we got a busy busy few days with christmas coming up yeah we'd have to do it what the friday before yeah or maybe even earlier in the week yeah but it'll still come out on sunday guys so happy holidays yeah release on christmas (laughs) It's my Christmas gift to you. Yeah, some Krumpus stories. Some Krumpus stories you can eat over Christmas breakfast. <laughs> Listening? <laughs> You're going to listen over crump- over breakfast? Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> what I said? You said you can eat over Christmas breakfast. Oh, well, that too. That too, yeah. That too. But I hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you have any Black Eyed Kid stories you'd like to tell me about, please send them in. Send in any creepy stories you've got. I'm open to anything. Questions, criticisms. Questions, criticisms. Tell me how awesome I am. You know, whatever, whatever your heart tells you to tell me, I'll take it. I've got thick skin. I need some critics. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. What's your email? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I should give you my email, shouldn't I? Yeah. Sorry, I've been wrapping presents all day. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little out of it. I got lost in the sauce of wrapping presents. My email is the letter A. A couple o creeps at gmail.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I think that's it. Yeah, I think Facebook that's and it. Instagram right now. Because I don't do Twitter. Yeah. Even in real life, I don't do Twitter. I There's something about it that just doesn't yep. pull me in. I've got like 5,000 followers on TikTok, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something. But I hope you guys had a great week. And I will see you again next Sunday. And as always, my friends, stay creepy.